Our church celebrates Epiphany Day, where Christ was baptised by St John the Baptist. The meaning of Epiphany is expressed by the word Epiphany, itself which means in Greek the showing forth or manifestation of God. The word Theophany expresses it even better. It means the appearance of God. Christ's baptism in the Jordan River marks the manifestation of the triune God to the world, for it was at the baptism of Jesus that God revealed himself as Father, Son and Holy Spirit. The Father testified from on high to the divine Son of Sonship of Jesus through the voice that was heard saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. The Son received his Father's testimony, and the Spirit was seen in the form of a dove, descending from the Father and resting upon the Son. Through the blessing of the waters, the Church proclaims that the same Jesus who sanctified the waters in the Jordan River is the one who sanctifies the fallen world, transforming it into the new heaven and the new earth, where creation will be filled with the fullness of God. The purpose of the casting out of evil mentioned in the Epiphany prayers is that all may be transformed in Christ. At Epiphany, the new creation is inaugurated. On the Feast of Epiphany, the priest performs the special rite of the blessing of the waters. He asks our Lord that just as 2,000 years ago he blessed the water in the Jordan River, so today he blessed the water that we have before us, so that in the words of prayer, those who sprinkle and partake thereof of the holy water may receive it for the cleansing of souls and bodies, for the healing of suffering, for the sanctification of homes, and for every need. Upon leaving church, we take a container of holy water home to bless ourselves and our homes. The sprinkling of the people with holy water which takes place during this service has its roots in ancient practices of baptism where it was customary to sprinkle the faithful with the consecrated waters of the baptismal font before the catechumens were baptised. In some parts of the country, an orthodox bishop throws a cross into a body of water to be retrieved by a swimmer. In the local parish, the priest immerses a cross into a vessel containing water. He immerses it three times to recall the triple immersion of Christ in the Jordan, as well as the triple immersion of every Orthodox believer in the baptismal font. This act represents our Lord immersing himself once again in the River Jordan and sanctifying the rivers and lakes of the world. Thus the consecrated water brings to us the healing presence of the Lord. The blessing of water through prayer and the invocation of the Holy Spirit with immersion in the water of a small ceremonial cross has been introduced into the liturgical use in the 4th century. Through sprinkling, by sealing with the sign of the cross and by drinking of the blessed water, the faithful are cleansed and sanctified. The sanctified water was used for the healing of soul and body and for the protection against evil. Gradually it came to be used even for the healing of the sick animals and for the blessing of God on new homes and buildings. The baptismal water, as well as the water that is distributed on Epiphany, is blessed by a prayer which recalls beautifully all the events of salvation which were in any way connected with water, from the beginning of our world when God's Spirit hovered over the water, down to the commandment of Jesus to baptize. The blessed water we receive on Epiphany is like the healing water that flows into our lives from the very throne of God, nourishing our parched souls that they may bear fruit for God's glory. Jesus said, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. Here then is the true meaning of the holy water we receive every year on Epiphany. It should remind us of Jesus, who is the water of life, 
who alone is able to satisfy the deepest thirst of the soul. But the important question is, is Jesus the fountain of living water for you? Do you come to him regularly through prayer, through the reading of the Bible, through participation in the Eucharist to let him satisfy thirst of your soul for meaning and for fellowship with God? Or are you satisfied with quenching your thirst in the broken, brackish cisterns of this world that can hold no water but serve only to increase your thirst?' 